0: have not become a patron of the geocache talk network what are you waiting for patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at three dollars a month to sign up is easy simply go to the geocache talk website and click on the become a patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk patrons now get the famous blackout coin invites to special events and other really great items throughout the year become a patron today
1: and sponsored by smashingpennies.net. Get 10% off your order with code Network.
2: They are perfect to put in a geocache.
1: LogWork, the creators of the fantastic logbook, made with genuine right in the rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cache maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com.
0: Don't miss out and subscribe today.
2: You know, I might get this right one of these times. Hello and welcome to channel. Wait a minute. This is Emily's part to read. Um, well, I'm your host tonight. Merlin 1392. Emily is on special assignment and, uh, Our other guest has abandoned me. So just like Sunday, we've gone to the bench and I'm bringing in a special co-host tonight. Let's welcome the Pizza Ninja. Hey
1: Tim, how are you doing today?
2: (sighs) I I, I have to say I'm very much better with you here. I really did not want to have a presentation of one. I'd rather have a discussion of two or more. And uh, again, we'll go a little bit into it that uh, Emily is out and we wish her very well. She's dealing with some medical, personal medical things. She's working through the process. She's Mm -hmm. in the chat tonight. And so um, we'll keep our fingers crossed that she'll be fine.
1: Send good, positive vibes Emily's way.
2: There you go. Sure she will
1: be back here soon.
2: Yep. And so, as it said, as I was looking for the, you know, what we were talking about tonight in this episode, you know, Emily and Tim and a special guest, Jesse. Wait a minute. Jesse's not here either.
1: Yeah. Now, now, fun fact, I don't know if you know, it's actually in my Geocast Talk contract that I have to stand in as a stunt double for Jesse. Oh! Times. Yeah. I, I don't know if people knew that. And... um. And, you know, just to answer a few questions in the chat already, have I had my pizza fixed today? Yes, I have. I had a uh, oh. wonderful spinach, uh, uh, onion, uh, really good pizza for lunch today. So I'm doing pretty good on that side.
2: Yeah, Very nice. Yeah, this afternoon I got a message from Jesse that said, hey, the CFO planned our Valentine's dinner for tonight. And she's more scary than you guys are. So you're on your own. Good luck.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I'm taking that? that as a compliment. I'm taking no, it as a true. compliment, that's Sam. True. I think you should too.
2: Okay. I don't know how else to take it. So, <laughs> So normally at this point in time in the show, we've done the introduction and we've said, well, tonight's show is going to be very, very different if you haven't figured that out already. So I'm going way down into the script, which is where we talk about our intro tidbits and say, you know, John, welcome. Isn't this a special milestone show for
0: you?
1: This is Tim. I'll tell you, a challenge of mine I've been working on is to be on every single Geocache Talk show currently on the network. And I've never been on Challenge Talk before. So this represents my, my final show for completing that challenge. On that well, side.
2: Congratulations. Well,
1: thank you, sir. Challenge I appreciate rapid. it. Challenge yeah, completed. Yeah, challenge completed.
0: <laughs> we always
2: love that. Well, and, and for my month, uh, it's actually been been fabulous. Um, usually, once a year, I try to take a scuba diving trip. That's my other great love. If I can mix the two, it's it's amazing. And I just got back on Sunday from a week-long trip to Bonaire. Oh, wow. And we, the primary mission was to go diving. We went diving every day except one. They had a 35-year surge event that kept us off the water. But I got uh, 13 dives in for the week. I've I I also found managed to find eight geocaches on the island. So I got my souvenirs. Nice. I got 29 adventure locations. There's one adventure that I missed one of the locations on and it's Ooh. driving me crazy.
1: Oh man, I, I hate when that happens because even within the Adventure Lab app right now, where it shows the ones that you didn't complete, yeah, I'm like, I, I'm not having that checked off. Just I don't know about <laughs> you, but that just gets to me. It really does.
2: It's a challenge to get them all done. Absolutely. So I, I did get one, uh, three five earth cache that the earth cache requires you to find uh, some information underwater, and wow. so it worked well. There was another traditional cache underwater that I did not get to either. And then, um, you know, quick turnaround back here at home. And in 10 days, I'm headed to Texas.
1: Oh, man. So no no rest for the wicked, huh? No
2: rest. Yeah, or the retired. <laughs> or the retired. <laughs> God bless you for that. <laughs> so I'm heading for the Geo Leap event. And what, tonight's show really is going to be all about Leap Day because it's a special day that only comes around once every four years. And if you have not made the most of your leap days, now's the time to do it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And especially for newer cashers. I mean, how many people have you ever heard that they're trying to fill in their calendar days and, and, and they just started and they forgot about February 29th? Right. you know and it was probably that year that they started so then they have to wait you know all that time to do it again
2: four more years just to get that one date and i know Crazy. i've been lo- i've been looking forward to it because i started geocaching in 2006 i really started geocaching in 2013 so i've seen two leap days but leap days really didn't mean much to me back then And so now that I know, now that they do, here we go. So I'm, we'll, we'll talk about it later in the show, but I'm really setting up for stuff like that
1: in in Houston, Texas. Dave has a very important question. Ice fishing for geocaches underwater.
2: Mm, I'm very cold water adverse. So I do teach scuba diving here in Michigan. So I have to go into the lakes where the typical water temperature is in the 50 degrees the water temperature in bonaire was 80 degrees so i went with just my swimsuit and a top on underneath my gear uh i would probably go ice diving for a uh, for a geocache but only once <laughs> and I, and i am to be perfectly honest, there is a cache that I am looking to get in Iceland. Oh, it's in a lake. You have to go scuba diving for it. It's an earth cache. Of course, mm-hmm. aren't there lots of earth caches in Iceland? And on your right hand is the European tectonic plate, and on your left hand is the US tectonic plate. And so oh, you can reach cool. two continents at one time. Underwater. Oh. It's the only and, place and take can take a selfie at the
1: same time underwater?
2: uh probably not. But I'll have the dive guide with me too. Okay, that. okay. So, yeah, yeah I'll definitely make than. sure I got proof of that. Absolutely. So, that is on the you know for Houston, Texas, Dave. That's probably as close to ice diving as I'm ever going to make. So, all right. But in the news, in the news, let's talk about the news. I didn't do the bumper. I don't do bumpers. Um, to, everybody knows by now we're late to the game that the virtual rewards 4.0 is out, but if you have a virtual that you have not planned or placed yet, here's a challenge for you. And I did this for Michigan, but you could do this for your state, your area. And that is, can I get a virtual fizzy?
1: Oh, that's an awesome idea.
2: Yeah. So you want to look at this before you place your fizzy. I have a virtual reward to place. And so that's what got me looking at this. I went and said, can I do a fizzy in Michigan? And the green boxes on this chart show all of the virtual caches in Michigan that can fill grid squares. As you can see, there's not very many of them. So I broadened the search to say, well, okay, if I have to go outside of Michigan, can I do it within the United States?
1: Oh, good thought.
2: that's the blue. So the blue, the, between the green and the blue, that's a fizzy grid of virtuals for the United States. And there's five white squares. The five white squares are virtual caches in the world, but not in the United States.
1: Oh, wow. So you're you're saying this would be an awesome opportunity.
2: Well, it's an interesting opportunity if done right. That, you know, who doesn't want to fill their fizzy grid with a cache type? And right now, you have to leave the United States in order to do that. So with all these virtual rewards out there, might there be a way that we could fill this grid in with United States caches? We definitely require some thought to place a four, two and a half virtual, but not impossible.
1: No, and you're saying even on that one, they could look at examples from other ones in the world for that. Yeah,
2: there's, there's six of those yeah. in the world. And uh, I am currently planning a 5-2 for Michigan. Being the challenge guy that I am, I want to meet that challenge. And I was thinking about it that, hey, you know, if I place a 5-2 challenge here in Michigan, I bet there's a number of people who will come visit me to find that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So
2: for tourism, it helps too. So there's a challenge for all you virtual people. Um, if you want to message me later, um, I can share this with you. And if you're outside of the Michigan region, all I did was I looked, I did a search for virtuals and each DT, and then marked it down on a piece of paper and put it into this grid. So you can find out if, you know, you might be able to do better in Ohio, but no matter where you are in the United States, you cannot do a complete fizzy.
1: Yeah. In and and yeah, Houston, Houston, Texas, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Call to virtual rewards and USA to fill the squares. Yeah, what a great idea!
2: Make it happen. Yeah, and so along those notes, before we go to the other news, um, I'll go into the monthly challenge stats. We have now passed forty thousand challenges worldwide. Wow, that's kind of like a mark in the sand. We went up another three hundred and thirty-nine. In the last month so we're moving along you know you're saying Tim that,
1: that's that's out of the around little over three million caches in the world right yes 40,000 of those are challenge caches
2: correct it's about yeah. 1.6 we did that last month that we talked about the percentage of challenge caches to regular caches and it's about 1% of the community, maybe moving up to 1.6 here. So, and also Indigo, go back to the news. Also in the news, Emily wanted to bring this one up. And where did it go? Oh, there it is. So a GC, Apple, Juliet, Echo, Whiskey, kilo and we'll have this in the show notes. This is an icon challenge for February 29th. Um I did not look this up before the show but I believe it's out in the Oregon area. It's the Pacific Northwest Coin Challenge. And it's going to be out on leap day. So if there are all of you that are not going to Texas but do live in the Northwest, you could do this. And then um, the next thing we want to talk about in the news is make sure you get your leap day souvenir.. Woo-hoo. So um, the leap day souvenir, it's a little bit different this time than just finding a cache. This time you have to find four caches or attend four events or do four, adventure locations in order to get it, but you have to do more than just one thing in order to make it go.
1: You know, I, I love this because for people that may not realize the value of getting multiple caches on leap day, this is helping them out, you know?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, absolutely. Because I mean, for some people, like I, I think like, you know, a lot of people, you should attend an event on leap day. No question on that one. You know, if you have an opportunity, I know a few people have uh, posted some good events on that, including uh, Barbershop Drew on that one, which uh, if that worked out, I'd love to be up there. And I know a few other people have mentioned some good ones, too. I think uh, Steve mentioned one of his as well, too. So uh, certainly these are great opportunities for getting out there. But, yeah, I mean, if you haven't looked at what caches you're going to get on Leap Day, this is the time to dig in and do it for sure.
2: Right. You know, and and that leads us right into tonight's topic, which really is all about leaping. Yep. And um, if you haven't been out to Project GC, um, Project GC has something called Badge Gen, and it's a a graphic way to show milestones. I guess is the easiest way to describe that. Yeah, better, better way, yeah. John.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I think you're right. And um and I think the whole concept of badging, I think is like so cool. And I, I love how Project GC took this to a whole nother level, you know, for us as geocachers.
2: Yeah, so there's um I wanna say 54, 45. Different badges that you can get, um, and if you if you log into GC and you bring your profile up, there is actually a tab that is called Badge Gen, and it's something to work on. And um, there are eight different levels within each of the badges. And so, for instance, a traditional cacher, which is just finding traditional, just go out and find traditional caches. Yeah. Uh, there's a bronze level, silver, gold, platinum, ruby, sapphire, emerald, and then diamond. And scrolling really quick because i wanted to get to their traditional cacher here's where you can see that as a tradition to get your bronze level your first level is to find 400. so for some that's a lot and then the diamond level is to have 14,000 traditional caches and that brings you to the badge you have to get to or no that that gets you the badge that's what i wanted to say but badges also have things called add-ons. And the add-ons are little symbols that attach to the badge itself. And you can get a you can get a badge or, or an add-on for things like first finds. You can get an add-on for looping. The looping means that you have achieved the diamond level more than once. So when we talk about 14,000 traditional caches, that's to get to the diamond level. If you were to find 28,000 traditional caches, you would get a little one on your badge that says you've looped it one time. For instance, there's also a DT Badge for completing the 81 grid. And the more times you complete that 81 grid, you loop it more times. I've looped that grid 16 times right now. So I've got a little 16 next to me. And of course, one of those we'll talk about tonight is leap day. (laughs) So there's an add on for leap day. And again, we'll have it in the show notes, but it's Project GC. And in their Wikipedia uh, user guide, they have a whole page dedicated to leap day add-ons. And I thought we would go through and talk about each one of these. And some can be achieved on one leap day. Some probably need to have more than one leap day. And some are going to require some exceptional planning on any leap day. (laughs) (laughs) Because these get pretty crazy. So the first add-on that we have is called the Achiever. Now, the Achiever is for finding and logging Challenge caches. And so the more challenge caches you you find, obviously, you get more badges to go with. But if you find a challenge cache on Leap Day, you will get the Leap Day add-on to that badge. Fairly easy. But you got to think about it. The adventurous cacher which is all about finding five, five caches need to find one of those on leap day and get your add on.
1: That's a great point because how many people, if you didn't think about this would just happen to get a five, five on leap day.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Not, not ready to go. Now the next one is a little bit harder it's the all-around geocacher, and this is something that Project GC did a couple of years ago. It's it's relatively new, but it is to complete a 360-degree circle of geocaches from where you live, which I know for you, have you looked at this stat? John, for you, yeah,
1: you, and that that one is a little crazy because depending upon where you live, because I I live uh, probably just like a mile like south of Lake Erie on that yeah. one, so you have this this big massive lake on this side, um, so it makes it a little tricky to get some of these.
2: Well, and know? that's what I was going to ask because here in Michigan we have lakes on either side of us, and 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 a whole nother country nearby so yeah yeah, the 360 takes some work to figure out and it also has to be completed on a leap day wow so now you need to find 360 caches in every compass point and i think it's within five degrees of a compass point and all on leap day wow that's going to take some serious planning.
1: It, that would. I mean, how cool. I mean, that would be so awesome for somebody to do that, you know. Yeah. Um, that that really would.
2: Somebody in Kansas, it's probably easier. And I know that TTO2 down in Texas, who's doing the mega. And uh, I saw in the chat that uh, Seabec Tribe is going to be there. And I'm looking forward to seeing Lori again but from round rock texas i don't know that you can get 360 degrees of caches without hitting the the gulf
1: yeah it's a great question
2: so we'll see so the next one on our list is the attribute cacher now i read this one in a, in a, a little bit different way so you have to find all 108 Project GC attributes on leap day. It doesn't appear that it has to be one leap day that you can accumulate your attributes over multiple leap days.
1: Interesting. And this is saying positive and negative attributes, Tim?
2: Positive and negative. Yeah. Okay. So yep, positive and negatives. And as we go through these, one of the other things we'll have in the show notes tonight is, of course, there's a checker because it's Project GC. So, challenge number 80820 is all about Badge Gen. And so, right now, I'm scrolling through on the screen. You can see I haven't logged a challenge cache on Leap Day. Wow. And here's the 360-degree grid, which I've got some within the 90 and 100-degree line, but i got a whole lot more that I haven't found. And then here's the attribute section. So you can see that I've got some attributes. I've got a a lot of positive ones, a handful of negative ones. And so this checker really gives you – there's one that I do. I do have an FDF on on LEAP. Nice. so
1: well in, in this time I think brings up a great point, right? For people helping out others on here. You know, a bunch of people like you know, at that 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 event that you're going out to, to down in Texas, the Mega, mm-hmm. they're hiding a lot of caches to to really help people out with these. But if people aren't going to that mega, certain you certainly you could like publish a whole bunch of caches on February 29th to help out your fellow cachers in your area as well, too.
2: Mhm mhm Oh yeah. Um and and when I was planning the trip and looking at leap day um yes there's a number of events that are going to be held there's a sedoga that's going to be held on leap day um within like 10 miles of the event site um I can get an earth cache and a where I go and a multi and of course every different cash type has its own add on because it has its own badge. And we haven't gotten there yet. You know, the next one on my list, working down the list, is called the Brainiac. Well, where we have the terrain, we have the difficulty. And so this is for finding a cache with a difficulty five on leap day. Just need one, but you got to find it. Yeah. This one is, again, the next one is one that, again, takes a lot of planning. But if you're going to go for that 360 day, this one's not that far off. And this is the busy cacher. So you have to log 400 caches on leap day. So if you get your 360, you only need 40 more. Yeah. So, and this is not accumulative. This is finding all four hundred on. Um, I mean, sorry, got distracted there. Uh, Jane Jane Doe asked about posting my list of caches. That's a good idea. I'll see if I can yeah. bring that up.
1: It, I'll let, and I'll I let think. John uh, yeah, and I think Jim actually has a good comment here. Yeah, you're right, Jim. The better way to do it definitely would be to publish the ones to help people out beforehand, so that they could plan to get them. Because you're right if you if you publish them all on leap day, that could make oh it yeah for yeah you can't plan, plan. right yeah no
2: that would be a bad plan.
1: So. Yeah, good point, Jim.
2: All right, describe the next one there, uh, there, John, if you would.
1: Going down to diverse cacher, so log the amount of unique geocache types required for a diamond on a single leap day on that side. Wow.
2: Yeah. And I think that's 12.
1: Is that how they're defining 12 it?
2: 12 or four? Well, it's remember, it's the diamond.
1: So oh, you're right. What is okay.
2: required for diamond in order to do that? Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, it's funny, Tim, because I don't know if I've ever told you this Uh-oh. idea. Like I, I help out with the trail organization. I've always thought, should I have like an icon trail, like many icons in a small, you know, part of the trail to kind of like help people out with getting some of these. But um, but for most people, for this diverse cacher, I assume you got it. You would have to travel a pretty good distance in order to find a spot with all of those icons available uh including you know the tricky one what do you think the most tricky one would be on this list to get Tim
2: For me, I think it's um uh the webcam
1: yeah I, I'd have to yeah. say that for me too yeah. yeah
2: I think I think the webcam is the most uh the most difficult one but you don't need a webcam in order to get the to get the, the 12 to, to get to 12 or 14. Uh, I'm trying to do you know, multiple things at once and not doing a very good job of it. But, uh, cause I wanted to see what the, what the badge gen was for oh, the busy cashier.
1: Well, and I'll tell you, it's like, I, Tim and I were catching up before the show and it's like, whenever I go in project GC, it's like, it's like, I find myself going down like. I don't want to say rabbit holes, but it's just like I keep on wanting to go further and further into different things on this one. Um, and Tony Golden has a good question. Is there anything for publishing one of the each type on Leap Day?
2: Not that I saw. No, there's okay. not a there's not a hider. Um, there is a hider badge, but it does not have a Leap Day add-on to it. And so for the diverse casher, I looked at the number. It's only 11 that you need. Oh, okay. But, okay, only 11.
1: But <laughs> no. still,
2: you know, 11 is, is hard to get in a day. And then, yeah. so if you want to mark the stream where we are right now, I'm going to bring take the badge gen off for a minute and bring this up because this will be interesting to our listeners. Uh, This might be a little bit weird for a minute because I'm going to bring up us and then move over to this tab, which I can't see any longer. Can you see that tab, John?
1: Yeah, the cash tour tab, right?
2: Yeah, this is a cash tour tab. Yep. So Jane Doe asks, here you go, Jane. This is my uh, Texas day for LEAP and... I have three challenge caches that I know that I qualify for, but I haven't logged yet. So I'm going to log those um, on leap day. I have a regular event. There's a coffee event in the morning and then a CEDO. And bringing this up tonight, look at this guy. There's a letterbox that has been archived. Oh, no. Oh, no. Good good thing you brought it up. So I got to get a letterbox published or find one in the area there. I've got a virtual. And the virtual has the not chosen uh, cache size on it, which I also need for Leap Day. I got my multi, got my where I go. I got my lab cache. Got my traditional and an earth cache. Then I've got the mega. And, of course, the mega is the big cache type. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven cash types for me to find on leap day. So I should qualify for that busy cashier at the same time. Oh man,
1: that would be awesome!
2: But I got some planning to do. So thanks, Jane, for letting me know because I've only got a week before I head down there. Oh my gosh, that would be bad if I went all the way down there and didn't make it.
1: Oh man, those, those are the heartbreaker stories. When you hear from people that travel all that way, plan everything, and then they go and something gets like archived right before that, you know?
2: Yeah. And I'm a super planner. Um, I, I just got to plan everything out. Um, so as we work down the list again, okay. There's one for finding an Earth cache. There's one for finding a, or attending a CEDO. There is one if you are the event host. Now I'm I've I've not hosted an event and I'm not going to host an event in Texas. I thought it was a little bit crazy to be trying to figure out how, where I could fit 500 of my closest friends in an event in a place that I didn't know. So I'm going to save that one until 2028. Uh, our next leap day, I'll add that one. Uh, the FTF addict I mentioned, there is one for going to a Giga event. It it, it took a, it took a long time to get the Texas event to Mega. Uh, it was not going to get to Giga.
1: That would have been the way so they cool. do
2: Giggas in Europe. It might be a place to go, but I'm not aware that a Giga. There is a Giga. Last time I looked, there were three Megas in the world on leap day one of them being in texas one's in australia and i believe the third one was in germany
1: well and talk about ideas for people because i mean if somebody's thinking years in advance i mean like four years down the road Mm
2: -hmm. can you
1: get a giga on february 29th what a unique experience would that be
2: Mm -hmm. wouldn't that be cool i don't know where the geo maze is currently um, don't know what its status is for the United States, but there is an add-on for that one as well. Uh, the high-altitude cacher, Texas, last I knew, wasn't a very high altitude, but finding a cache at at least 4,500 meters. Uh, the lab cacher, as we mentioned, find a lab cache, find a large size, find a letterbox. Now the long distance cacher, you have to find a cache at least ten thousand kilometers from home. So again, that one takes a trip. That one takes some planning. Low altitude, also again another planning one. But if you're out near Death Valley, I think that I think that might qualify at the hundred meters below sea level, so three hundred feet. I have, I think three or four caches that i found that are below 300 feet but i haven't found any on leap day so that's that's not one that i have uh next one up is the matrix cacher which is to log all 81 unique dt's on leap day wow so this is this is one though that can be cumulative so as you get closer you can take a look and then of course that's one that I was looking at along the way. I don't qualify for yet. I'm a long way from that one, so not not worried too much. But just keep plugging away. You yeah. know, depending on how long you've been caching or how long you plan to cash. Um, you you can fill that in. And over over time you can make it. So that's the the matrix cacher. Here's one for the mega. You're a mega social cacher. So for those of us in Texas, we'll add that one. A micro, multi, a mysterious, can you find a mystery cache? Um, The odd size cache. And this is where I have an other and I'm looking to add the unknown to my collection. Or actually, I think it's vice versa. I think I have an unknown and it's the other that I'm adding this year. Uh, Here's your your crazy cache type. Can you find a webcam? on leap day and we know that leap that webcams are getting extremely rare these days
1: yeah so, yeah uh, that's got to be yeah toughest one because it just seems like on that one it's like if you're just target of opportunity nearby or, or having plan a trip in order to get one for sure
2: oh thank you jane Jane Doe smashed me on the rocks and then brought me back again. So there's a letterbox size large near Round Rock. So I will have to add that one to my list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Tim, you're looking a little bit more relaxed after Jane just provided (laughs) that, I have to say. (laughs) I I could see beforehand the anxiety went up just a little bit there.
2: Well, before I headed out to Bonaire, I had all this done. I had this, all this set. I put this to bed. I was ready to go. And uh, you got to look at it. Yep. <laughs> so here's the regular cacher, which is finding finding a regular cache, regular size. The rugged cacher is to find a terrain five on leap day, small, attend any event to be a social cacher. Here's the traditional one. And the traveling one is another cumulative, which is to log a cache on leap day in two different countries. Ooh. Now, this one's kind of easy for you. You could do this in one day. I can yeah. do this in one day. It's a little bit farther for me than I think it is um, for, than for you.
1: Yeah, because, um, I mean, for, for me, it would just be like hour and a half, you know, or less on that yeah, side to get to Canada. I think it's three
2: hours for me to get to Canada from, you know, I got two different bridges and two different paths, but I think both are about three, um, three hours away. So, but, and this can be done cumulatively. So this year you could find one in the U.S. Next year you could find one in Canada, Mexico, or, you know, wherever. And and add that add-on. The virtual cacher. So finding a virtual cache and then the where I go cacher kind of rounds out that um, that list. So those are the lists there. Um, I need to count those. Last I counted, first I counted there were 34 add-ons that you could do for Leap Day.
1: Yeah, and Acorn Mama just uh, while you're doing that, Tim brought up a, a interesting one. Log a challenge from another country. You could. You already signed that log. You're just fulfilling those requirements, and then yeah, log it on that day. So certainly, yeah, it's a it's a good way to do it.
2: Yeah, but it's it's it it as again as we've talked about a little bit before. It requires some thought. It requires some planning. And, and as we want to do, challenge accepted. Can, can, how many can you complete this year? Watching yeah. the chat roll by, it looks like there's a lot of people in the chat that are going to be down in Texas. So I look forward to, to seeing you down there. And remember something that we talked about. Um, we did the promotion for cash fest last year, but I still have some goodies left in my bag. And so if you see me in Texas, I will have my black cowboy hat with me and come up to me and say challenge completed while supplies last, I might have a challenge talk goodie bag. Oh, wow. So there you go for those people that are going to be there.
1: Yeah, so what do you think, John? I wish you that dead horse. You know, the thing I love about this though, for 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 us as a geocaching community, I mean, this all these things to me I love about geocaching. So many different ways to play the game, so many different ways to enhance the game. Um so many different ways to have cool and unique experiences. And as we're talking about this, you know, the comments from people realizing like this is a good opportunity to start like hiding some caches which i mean february 13th you got you got plenty of time right now to put some caches together get them out there make them unique you know you could do some wonderful theme caches on that one for calling them like leap day letterbox or something fun like that that you know you can do on that side so um you know the thing for me is i i love discussions like this because i don't know about you tim but it Man, it charges my caching batteries. It really does.
2: Yeah, and of course, Jesse has that book out, uh, the game within the game. And I and yeah, I geocaching is just so easy to build on different things with the challenges and, and go from there because there's there's always a new challenge. There's always something that I didn't remember or didn't realize. And, uh, and when we were thinking about, you know, show ideas, we, we do a show once a month, but it's really hard to take one little topic like challenges and figure out how to do another show. And when we saw this, it was like, yeah, this is what our show is made for this month. So hopefully everybody got a lot out of it. And, uh, and we'll take a look and see. I think of the, um, 34 add-ons. I think I'm collecting 15, maybe 16 oh. this year. So, I'm going to get I'm going to get quite a few, I hope. Anyway, yeah. but how about Oh, this is another first for you. How about we play the wheel of oh, challenges. challenges?
1: Oh my god. Oh my God. This, this, this is definitely a highlight for, you know, for me big time.
2: So the way yeah. the wheel, the challenges works is that, uh, one live viewer will be selected to face off against the wheel and have a chance to win the grand prize, which is one year membership on project GC. We do ask that we limit our participants to three wins to give everybody a chance. So what you need to do to enter is send an email to podcast at gmail.com. In the subject, spin me with your geocaching username, proper capitalization, in brackets, and answer this question. Are you ready? I'm ready how many leap day add ons are available to collect? The first correct answer. And now I'm gonna let you do the song and dance at the moment while I go over to the email application and figure out who's gonna be first.
1: Yeah, so Tim's gonna go and check. So get your emails into this one, uh, on this one. And, and while Tim's doing that too, I have to put out here, I saw the happy Hodag had an awesome event on that side too. Happy Hodag says, I hosted an event on Leap Day four years ago at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. I called it Lambeau Leap Day. Mm. That is awesome. I love that one.
2: Uh, and obviously, being the Chiefs fan that you are, you know all about the Lambeau Leap.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I still remember that 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 loss of Super Bowl one for sure, Tim. Thank <laughs> you for bringing that one up, and congratulations to the Packers on that one, for sure
2: yeah they did a good job all right and we have a winner so wasn't wasn't that hard this month? i tried to make it easy acorn mama was the first correct answer at 34 so
1: congratulations acorn mama
2: yeah but now we will see what she has to face oops i got to spin it over here on the other wheel wrong wheel Always want to click on the on the show title. Uh oh. Oh no. Ooh. GC6Z6KN. The five times 81 Matrix Challenge. So if I remember right. Oh, this one's in uh this one's in Germany. I don't read German. How's your German?
1: Uh little rusty. I see Deutschland. So, yeah, I can confirm it's German.
2: All right. Well, we're just going to go right to the checker. It's only a 58 on the difficulty scale. So, let's see how Acorn Mama does. Oh, no! She missed.
1: Yeah, I got to tell you, this is not one that I would fulfill either.
2: No, this is, this is not an easy challenge. And unfortunately, all. Acorn Mama has yet to complete her first Fizzy Grid. And you need to have completed five Fizzy Grids for this particular challenge. So I'm sorry, Acorn Mama, that you did not win. But we'll try again next month. And... Trying to update my notes so I can make that happen. Oh, let me get that off the screen. I don't want to. I don't want to stop. I don't want to show that. <laughs> I, that's sad. I want to give prizes away. I don't like it when I don't give prizes away. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So the other thing that Emily and I usually do is each month we give a congratulatory shout out to listeners who email us their proof of qualifying and logging a challenge cash since the last show. So anyone can enter. Uh, You just, again, send an email to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com. Give us the GC code that you found. Um, If you want to put a photo in, we can do that too. Sometimes we do that. And you will be entered uh, for that month to give away one of our Challenge Talk path tags. And we still have a number of those left. Um, to give away, and the first one we're going to talk about tonight. It's hard to talk and do both of these things at the same time.
1: Oh man, you're doing good, Tim. Doing way All better right. than I would do.
2: All right, thanks. This one came in for six from six fourteen Buckeye, and it is GC nine Quebec Charlie nine Juliet the powerful oz will give me courage challenge
1: love the name on this
2: one i know i think it's great it is such a cool challenge unfortunately the challenge has been archived but um like any cache that gets or most any cache that gets archived once you sign the log on this one then as you complete the qualifications you can then add the smiley to it and and claim the find. And that's what 614 Buckeye did this year. This one is to find five caches that have a difficult climb, dangerous area, and cliffs. And looking at some of the caches, you need to find 15 caches or five that have all three, which I think the easier is probably finding the 15 caches that have the three different cache types. Yeah, I'd
1: have to imagine.
2: Yeah. Uh, And again, we talked about this before. There's a little skull and crossbones here with the 20. That's the difficulty rating of this challenge. And the lower score, the easier the challenge. So this one, a lot of people have in a lot of parts of the world. You want to take the next one? Okay. The next
1: one is uh, from uh, GB's GC8H25Q, the BLA Challenge. Three-quarter century uh, field puzzles on this one. So uh, this was a cache by CW Line Dancer on here. And if we scroll down the cache uh, on here, let's see. It looks like difficulty rating of uh, 45, but to qualify for this challenge, you have to find 75 caches with the field puzzle attribute. Oh, I like this one. This is another good one.
2: Yeah. And, you know, looking at it, ad- oh, you know, we didn't mention that. Um, Someone had asked about it before the show. Um, Can you do a challenge based on the Project GC badges and the add-ons? And the answer is no, you cannot do that. Uh, It falls outside the guidelines for the source criteria. Badges aren't part of geocaching.com and challenges have to be based on things you can get from geocaching.com. And the badges are part of Project GC. So you cannot do that before that question gets raised. We'll nip that one in the bud.
1: Yeah, good question to ask.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, so our next one came in from Teal, Team Tailwagger, and it is the Centennial County Challenge here in Michigan, down in Hillsdale County. I'm not exactly sure why I haven't found this one yet because I've been down there a number of times. Oh, I know why. It's only it came out in September of this year. So for this challenge, you have to find a hundred caches in U.S counties different counties so there's 83 counties in michigan so you have to go outside the state of michigan in order to complete this challenge but if you complete the texas challenge you're all done
1: it's a good way to get 254 counties pretty quick right
2: that's not bad yeah oh look at one i gave you
1: (laughs) oh man how's your friends Oh man, not, not so good, Tim, but uh, I, I'm going to guess on this one and somebody can uh, either laugh or correct me or both.
2: Here you go. I flipped it a minute to English Oh for man,
1: you. thank you. Do <laughs> you like mysteries, God bless you. DT challenge on this one. Um, so uh, uh, this one is from uh roadie guy, Pete. And what well, this one is to complete a fizzy grid. Um, and let's see the notes for mystery type caches. So if you're any sort of mystery type cacher, this would be a really cool one to do on this side.
2: Yeah. And so I don't, Uh I want to say Pete did log this one. Yeah, he did. He logged yep. it in January uh, in order to, you know, submit it for the show. But boy, he went to Paris and found this cache. If he would have logged it in, on February 29th, it is a difficulty five
1: challenge. Ooh, yeah,
2: So he'd have got two add ons, simply one for the challenge and one for the five one cash. But I thought that was interesting. And also congratulations on getting a cash in, um, in France. So he yes. added another country to his, to his list uh the last one we have for tonight is also sent in by rudy guy and i i put up two from him just because i thought the france was cool and this one is a very cool challenge um it's also in canada so he now has two countries already with challenges and it's my birthday so let's party the interesting thing about this challenge is you have to find Descending or ascending caches. So based on the date that the cache was hidden, find a cache that's exactly one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, four, five, and six.
1: Oh, this is unique.
2: Yeah. Now a couple of things. You can't do it if the uh previous finds that were before uh, December 7th, 2010. You know it wouldn't count so um and and you have to find them in order from the youngest to the oldest so you want to start with the one and work your way out and um as you can see pete did this one he found a cash in on 2-2-2013 he found it on 2-2-2014. And then he just recently completed the five-year one that was hidden 1216 2018. He found it on 1216 2023. So that one was five years old. So I tried to find a checker on this. Oh, there it is. It's got he's got it in his log. I did not see a checker. I couldn't bring this one up for whatever reason. It didn't come up for me back when I did it. I was curious to see if I qualified, and the answer low is no, I don't. Look at that. Okay. Something for me to work on.
1: Yeah, and I think Jim Stark was bringing this uh, comment up on here. Unfortunately, they don't allow birthday-based cash challenges anymore.
2: No, they don't. Yeah, so this is a, this is a pre-moratorium one that it, that it doesn't. I uh, also want to acknowledge just finding our way, Starkasher and bloody cool for their submissions. Uh, not all the submissions make it up to the list. We try to base it on how long the show is going to go and how much information we need to fill. And uh, But we do put every submission, uh, every person's submission into our randomizer for the the coveted challenge talk path tag. And oh, this man, month's winner nice. is... Oh, there's supposed to be a drum roll in there. Uh, just finding our way. So congratulations, sir. And uh, congratulations. drop us a little note. I don't know if Emily has your um, your address or not. We may have that on file. So we will try to do that. Uh, and get get that out to you for it right away. Got to wait for Emily to come back. She's got the supply of of path tags, and hopefully she won't be out very long. Um, I do look forward to seeing everyone in Texas um, in the next couple of weeks. I'll be down there starting Friday or Saturday, the 24th, and then uh, I'm staying through the 5th of March, uh, March the 2nd, I'll be back up in the Dallas area. I'm going to fly into Dallas and then drive down to Round Rock and come back up to Dallas because I want to do the Texas Longhorn Challenge Trail. And so I'm looking forward to meeting uh, Bloody Cool down there, at least. And I've got an event. and Lori Sebeck Tribe was going to attend the event. And so looking for people that want to get the Challenge Trail with me. So if you're into that, check it out. Come visit.
1: Oh man, that sounds like that's going to be a blast, Tim.
2: I think so. I think so. So our our uh, our next show is the second Tuesday of March, which turns out to be the twelfth. Uh, hopefully, again, Emily will be back. Maybe we'll even have Jesse back if we can get the uh, the uh, the CFO to release him into our custody once again. Uh, the show notes will be posted shortly. I'm gonna key on that word shortly. This is the first time I get to drive the bus. And so we'll see how shortly they get posted after the video and we'll link them. Ultimately, they will be whether I have to do it or whether Emily can can come in. And I know John has done a great job of coming off the bench at the last minute. Oh,
1: th- thank you, Tim. Thank you for including in the fun. I- I had a blast tonight, and it was uh, so cool. And um, again, you know, for me, meeting the geocache talk challenge of now appearing on every show, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so happy. This has well been done. one of my goals for a long time.
2: Yeah. Well done, sir. And and we always try to close the show with a quote. This one comes from Victoria Allen, which says, "We all have challenges. We have to face them. We have to embrace them." defy them and conquer them. So we wanna thank everybody for watching and listening. And remember, it's not about the numbers, it's about the challenge.
1: Challenge accepted, Tim.
2: Very good. Good night, John, thanks for being here. Thank you, everybody. And now I gotta find the closing show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take care, everybody.
2: I think we're out.